Dude, this is a Cold Cuts first. This is Yola Swag Studios first. We have a female comedian. Okay, this is huge. This is welcome. Huge. This is welcome. Huge. Yeah, welcome, Brooke Elliott. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, very good. <laughs> I'm under that name, or you got like a a libre, like some cool. No, name. I perform under that name. Okay. Unless y'all have a any suggestions that I'll add. I to like the a libre. List. A libre. A libre. Okay. Yeah, that could be dope. Do you, um, cool. is, is your primary medium, like, do you do stand-up or do you like doing skits and videos and stuff? I mostly do stand-up. I feel like I'm in a transitional phase of, like, knowing what I like to do more, but right. I've been doing more videos. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, yeah. yeah you know, I was telling Harris, but you remind us of, um, well, me at least, of uh, an a mutual friend that we have that's a famous comedian in Australia right now. Oh, that's I, cool. I think she would wish to switch places with you and do comedy in the U.S. I think... Uh, oh, okay. She, I think she moved to Australia thinking, they're Aussies, they're morons, I'll just roll in and kind of... Aussies are crazy. They are they're wild. Crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, uh, I don't even know how I'd hold up over there. It seems brutal. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like they're ripping into people, which is oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, New York is kind of crackhead too. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of. I mean, even the normal people sometimes you meet and you're just like, "Holy shit, you are fucking yeah. weird, dude." Unless yeah. you're in Bushwick, well, it's like a different, different no, type that's of weird. Possibly the worst area. Right, yeah, right. it's like it's a softer weird though. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Australians yeah. a little more hardy. Totally. Yeah, Bushwick's what? like soyed out. It's very soyed out. I used to. I used Based. to think. <laughs> If I was uh, ever like in like I like no, no I guess it's a nightclub but it was like a nightclub in Bushwick so it was kind of like you knew the vibe and you know all the lights would be off and there was just like mm-hmm. you know do 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 and everybody's like dancing and I would just be like I was just thinking like what if the lights just turned on right now like I like just like and I and like having a look around and just being like holy shit like who are yeah. they what is going just on everyone just like scatters like cockroaches <laughs> yeah the think lights so, yeah <gasps> do you know of, what. Do you know what club it was? Club. Uh, there was a place that was called Four Four Four, and there was and also. I know where you're talking about. Is there a place like Bossa Nova? Did I make that name up? No, that's a place. That's a place too. Yeah, and there's a Brazilian restaurant. It was not Brazilian to my eyes. It just. I thought it was a dance type as well. It's definitely a dance. Yeah, it was like a Brazilian chain here bossa nova yeah it is a dance also yeah but, it was uh, um i mean it was cool I, I didn't really like that's not usually my scene like going to stuff like that but it is fun every once in a while you go out you there, know you so. showed me some pictures of new york city harris and i beg to differ what that guy's <laughs> scene was okay you had the dyed hair it was crop cut you had an earring it was a little it was yeah bushwick mode a little ridiculous yeah. i was full bushwick, bushwick mode. mode sure how you, long have you been out there through that I lived here. I'm originally from New York, and then I lived in Florida for a while, nice. and then came back. So I've lived here for about eight years since I've. Come so you're back. like an OG nice. New Yorker. Yes, but I feel like New Yorkers don't consider me that because they're like, "Oh, you lived in Florida for half." No, I've heard. I've heard that if you if you live there seven years, you're officially a New Yorker. That's what I've heard. Okay. I didn't well, make okay, it that then, yeah. far. <laughs> then, 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 yeah, yeah. That's great. Or if you see a rat get killed on the subway. That's also the the other initiator to what totally. makes you a New Yorker. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Do you feel like um like you have you like you found a better community on 
actually in the scene in New York where you're doing stand-up or do you feel like you have a better community online with your followers and people who don't necessarily live in New York? That's such a great question. I feel like in the stand-up scene, at least the way it is now and the way I've been in it, I like am very comfortable and feel very supported in that group. I think that the reach that you can get on the internet and like on Instagram specifically, I think is more, I don't want to say more rewarding, but it's nice to be able to connect with people that you have never met you, don't know who you are, or like just find you through other people. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I think I enjoy that more, but it's kind of hard to, and when I started doing, I did Instagram, I I did Instagram. I'm not like (laughs) successful at all on there, but over quarantine i post a lot of tiktoks it was almost like a meme farm mm-hmm. and i got a lot of like feedback from that people were people would message me and be like oh my god thank you so much for posting this like it makes i like look forward to it i still get that kind oh of really feedback. that's great yeah, yeah that's great you know harris yeah. asked me earlier how we met in the meme farm <laughs> is kind of how but uh harris you know you hit me up recently and you were like dude some guys are just posting my stuff on cropped it's getting me a little spicy. It's getting me a little angry. You know how oh, you're telling yeah. me that? Yeah. This particular day, uh, I had a banger comic. I forget which one it was, but it, it was going banger mode. And it was one of those ones where like five minutes after I posted it, I was seeing uncropped pictures <laughs> of it being posted. And I was just like, this is back when I was much less calm. Okay. I was a little, <laughs> little yeah. rough around the edges, a little angrier. And uh, hot-headed. Yes, I, I saw like 10 people post it uncredited and I was get I was losing it, dude. And I was just like DMing them like, yo, you mind tagging me, boss? Yo, you mind fucking tagging me? Yo, you mind fucking tagging me? And uh, I don't even remember if the one you posted necessarily was uncredited. But if it was, I'm assuming, I, I'm sure you like, a lot of times with memes like that, if it's like big, people will see the one that was uncredited and just assume that's the original and post it. Mm-hmm. But uh Brooke, yeah, managed to pop up on my timeline or something where she had posted it. And I was just like, I came into her DMs so hot, dude. So hot. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Can you fucking tag me in this bitch? And she was just like, oh, I was like, yeah. I already did. Yeah, like she was, yeah, was like, like, totally nice about it. And I was just like, oh, I'm such an asshole. I am That's such right. an asshole. But it turned into a beautiful Instagram friendship. I know, yeah. I yeah. Like watching you grow as a young woman. It's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Old old so enemies, much. old enemies become yeah. new friends. Yeah. yeah. I, we uh we talked for like three days afterwards because I was like, Oh, you do comedy, blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. then um I was like, yeah, this chick's cool. This chick's cool. I'll, I'll be your friend. And then I remember it was your birthday. But uh-huh. as like a joke, you were po- someone posted like happy 14th. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I remember hitting you up like, yo, how, how old are you? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, I was like <laughs> sweating bullets, dude. I was yeah. Like, Oh, that's yeah. not good. That's not good. But yeah, that's, <laughs> like that's... you're all over Reddit right now. You're going yeah. to jail. Yeah, hey, hey. but that's the uh, <laughs> that's the origin. The origin of the Yolo Brook universe colliding. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I you know I don't I would never want to throw shade at like the type like meme pages that are just meme aggregates, right? Like not necessarily somebody who's because all of us are unfortunately it's a dark reality that all of us are kind of like meme content creators you know what i mean but we're actually 
I at least not to be pious, but at least the three of us are actually like making things as well, opposed hey, hey, to she's still a meme farmer. Okay, so no, I mean but... I have my roots. <laughs> yeah, right. But you actually are like a comedian, and you're making right. a name for yourself, like stuff that you're making. But right. I just like and and it's like I actually know a lot of I've communicated with a lot of nice people who share my memes or my comics and stuff and their meme. But it's just like at the end of the day, just being like a meme aggregate is just like. I, the, the ones who do crop my name out and shit i'm just like bro what are you doing like what like what are you doing with your life like what is this shit i just like it's like oh wow it must be so hard to just collect memes and post them like i mean well, you know what i mean just find funny day, stuff wasn't someone literally like i made this yeah i posted your shit I, dude i would have lost control I, well that's the thing i saw some dude and, and i actually i actually did I didn't lose my cool, but I did send him a message because it was like he didn't crop my name out. It still said my shit in there, but he posted it and he was like, he said something. Well, the other thing is that he was a Venezuelan guy. And so everything was in Spanish. So like it may have just been like, a, I don't know if he I don't know if he understood what he was doing, but he basically all of the posts that he put on there because I scrolled through his page were comics by other people but he would write like by his name was like mr yort or something like that <laughs> but can you imagine like every time you posted something yeah anything you were just put by on it like it felt very boomer and i don't think he was trying to be malicious i right. think he was just saying like oh this is my post or something like that but i'm like do you understand how misleading that is when you're posting somebody right. else's <laughs> art and you're writing by you on I sent him some whole fucking long winded message in English and he probably picked it up and he was like, eh? like, yeah, that no right. like, what is this shit? But that's whatever. Yeah. It, yeah, you know, no biggie. I'm proud of you, bro. You fought through it. I you survived. Sure. You survived. It was cringe. Yeah. I know a lot of like comics here are like more apt to call out stuff on Twitter in particular. Like sometimes they'll get credited. Well, there was this whole thing that happened a couple months ago where someone was posting, someone got retweeted by like Popeyes or something like that with a big company. Mm -hmm. And they um, were DMing Popeyes and they were like, I want monetary compensation for this tweet that you stole from me. And so like people- Did they steal the like, tweet? Dang. Did Popeyes retweet the tweet? I think they took, I, you know what? I can't remember. It was one of the two. And I need to- let me let me go back to my books and right. with that because it does, it does change the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, he, there's people like that who like even if like they get retweeted, they're like, "Yo, where's my money?" And it's like, dude, that's a yeah, Twitter yeah. function. Like, I know. Yeah. That's just I, you can't get paid for that. I know. Yeah. I'm just I'm just throwing shade left and right here, but it's also like you know, like I see people sometimes when they they tweet something and it has like 250 likes and they're like holy shit man like thank you for all the love like <laughs> like 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 please sure. like follow me check out my t-shirt company like all for this sure. crazy shit and i'm like man 200 likes dude is the so you sold is when early they do that in your tweet like their <laughs> response that. to your tweet gets a lot and they're like this is blowing up like dude <laughs> support me and it's like dude you're insane what are you not doing good yeah I, yeah. I, it's an unfortunate thing i was telling zach this yesterday also that just like it feels like every time i post something it's like because at the end of the day it's like okay i need to get some money coming in mm -hmm. so if i'm like if i post something that's just like hey guys you know i'm selling t-shirts or whatever i like lose 20 followers and i'm like dude, what the fuck <laughs> like, like, I, like I, <laughs> i'm like come on man like 
I'm just trying to get my bag just like the rest of you. It's totally. like people don't want to see that shit. They do not want to be You're sold not shit even that all. annoying about it. I feel like I'm the one who's always like, please give me money, please, please. I'm, just, I'm self-conscious, I think, is is the problem. But my sweet boy. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to advocate for yourself in that way, I think. I think it's that's very like hard. Big, yeah. I can't yeah. even imagine as like uh because I did comedy, I did stand-up comedy for like one week. And that was like just the pressure it put on my mind to like, yeah, you should look at my stuff, guys. Hey, check out this set. It was like I could not handle it. It was horrific. Yeah, it's hard blending live to the Internet because I feel like it's when you're doing it in a community or like in a scene, it's easier to be like, okay, cool. You're seeing my stuff you'll book me on your shows and you'll, you'll see me, you'll book me, you'll see me, you'll book me. And it's like a lot of word of mouth and whatnot. But when it transfers into like, book me, here's all my stand-up clips. It feels a little bit different. Sorry. Like a car crash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, the you car know, crash just distracted me. I was, yeah, I, was, I, was like, I was like about to, I had a question. Anyway, I sorry. Think, sorry. Uh, what everyone here is wondering. Okay. Female comedian. Yeah. You know, don't don't breasts get in the way of trying to tell jokes so you know a lot of guys women can't well i take them off you okay okay, before you get on that makes sense i take them off before i get on there yeah Yeah. all right totally makes sense that answers the question yeah Uh, like any other questions that that was my question too actually well yeah we i was just thinking like i've never done i've never done stand-up uh i'd be too fucking petrified like i just cannot and it's I actually like have done stuff on stage before, like we were, did, did some acting in high school and whatever. But it's like something about I don't know telling jokes and you're the only person up there is just like like if we're on podcast and I say something that I think is funny and no one laughs, I'm like up all night, like I cannot believe I fucking <laughs> said that. Yeah. And, it's like, and then yeah. I just can't imagine having to like. And I know every comedian has a story of bombing on stage, oh, you know yeah. I mean? like having it like. Do you, does something pop into your mind of like the worst bomb you've had? Oh, give us, give us. The oh man. Okay, so well, I have a bomb that's not stand-up related, but performance related. Where I was doing a podcast, like I've done some like voiceover work for like mm-hmm. some like narrative podcasts. It's been super fun, and I got this opportunity to do this thing through my friend, and it was like I had to do a celebrity impression, but they didn't really give me much um like information about it so i just went into like this big i didn't realize it was like a big deal so it was mm-hmm. like this big production studio and i'm in there with like this actress and i'm like underprepared like not prepared at all and i was so nervous that i kept saying a line wrong and they were laughing and i thought that i was doing really good <laughs> and i was like oh I, no i was like i was Yo, crushing this i was like yeah <laughs> they were like do it again and i was like okay and i kept i can't remember i think i was selling something wrong it was like like i had to spell c like like seafood or something like that like i was playing a Mm -hmm. cashier or something so instead of saying s-e-a i kept saying c-e-a and everyone was like you're so and i felt fucking retarded if i (laughs) i'm sorry that happened to you yeah that's that's you no longer can I, perform in Bushwick after saying that. It was bad. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, well, I know. <laughs> I feel like this canceled. is a safe space. Am I wrong? 
No, right. for sure. For, we're both retards here. It's <laughs> totally you're in safe hands. Safe no, time. yeah, it's fine. Um, did we hit the ten second, the ten minute mark before we can say the re- the, the retard word? I thought I think no, you but bleep I, it out. I might bleep. I might throw out. a little bleeps on there. I'll throw a little <laughs> okay. bleepies, right. and then on the next one, we then can you're monetized. We can go yeah, yeah. into it. We're not even monetized on this, but okay, uh, you're just practicing. I'm pretty sure it was a jealous ex of the guy we had on, but we had our old college buddy on, and the it got like put behind an 18 plus wall so the weird. whole episode but it was why that episode i don't know i don't know they, it wasn't worse it, it was even like more tame i feel like than some of the other ones we did but uh well, there was no the content was not like fucked up in any way no i don't think i really think this dude's ex saw it and was like i'm reporting this or something i'm convinced but I that's don't know. so strange it was a little we, sussy it was a little weird yeah i i don't understand the um i mean i was trying to figure this out this is not really exciting but i was like i really wanted to put like a music intro on our thing and I, I wanted, I was wondering, it's like, can you just like use a cheap karaoke cover of a song on your shit, or will that get copyright? Well, until you're mon- monetized, it doesn't matter. So we could do literally any song. Anything. I, I know you really wanted the chip tune version of Ocean Man. I think I like you can do that. <laughs> yeah, I see why that's not right? public domain. Yeah. yeah, I found this crazy YouTube channel when I was looking it up that the dude has like thousands of videos of him doing chip tune like video game covers to popular songs and also songs that are not popular like deep fucking cuts. But he had like uh, "Live in La Vida Loca" in chip tune oh, on there, and I was like, yeah, "Oh, this would be that, so good." Send that my way, bro. We're throwing that on. We need the "Live in La Vida Loca." Yeah, that would be that would be dope. Um, dude, I'm I'm working on a new set of trading cards, and one of them is the live in la vida loca card based on my ricky martin comic and uh oh you know Relicom, right harris yeah yeah i i'm like yo can i commission you blah blah, blah. and he's like i'll do it for free i'll do it for free and i'm like no 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 i'll put you know i'll throw you 25 bucks mm-hmm. and he's been sending it to me and dude he's you know Crushing how he does, it. Like, painting dude it literally looks like it should be a fresco on the top of like the sistine chapel yeah like how detailed it is but the subject matter is just ricky martin having sex with a man's ass (laughs) and it's like it's so weird how beautiful it's done like literally i hear angels whenever i look at it i'll I'll send it to you later he's an unbelievable artist yeah he's he's so good he's talented do uh, brooke have you noticed this like thing i was i don't know i guess it it feels like this ongoing drama but also it feels a little bit like a media psyop that we're supposed to care about but it probably doesn't matter it is Let's like talk about it. <laughs> that like that like twitter and instagram are pushing reels and that you can't get like photos to get trending anymore or something like that for have you noticed that sure for sure i feel like that's like a good thing for somebody who's like doing comp because your your work and your humor translates really well to video right like yeah and, I, and so. tiktoks like i keep people keep telling me to make a tiktok and i just don't even know what the fuck i would do i just Dude, like yeah I don't. I, I, don't I downloaded the app and literally almost had an aneurysm trying to figure out it's, how yeah. to use it, dude. You're supposed to tag stuff, and then my friend's like, "And if you want, you know, you do this FYP tag if you want everyone to see it." And I was like, "What? What? Mm-hmm. I don't so, understand." Yeah, TikTok. It so okay. So I have a friend who is pretty popping on TikTok, but not for comedy, for other things. And she was telling me that the way that TikTok works is when you make, when you have an account and you post things, 
it goes to two sets of like test groups mm-hmm. depending on how the test group goes they'll kind of they because they get they aggregate all of these user data based off the likes and shares and whatnot with what you what you like so it's like if you if a video of yours gets sent to a group of people and four of those people interact with it then those four people have their own set of data that they then take more people and send it to another group and another group and another group Hmm. and so there's like ways to kind of game game the system in that way um but as for like Twitter and Instagram, Instagram is like dying, I think, as a platform and very, very slow decline. Good. Yeah. And that's why they've really pushed for reels to be a thing. And like they're trying to, you know, Facebook and the metaverse all like, I don't think the, I don't think the big wigs like know what they're doing, but they see how popular and how incredible TikTok has been. And even that is going to bubble up at some point where it's like I feel like it already is. That. Like, uh, well, it, your your friend you're talking about, do they do TikTok like full time? Are they living off of it? You said they're she, pretty successful. She makes money off of it for sure. She yeah. does. Okay. Because yeah. my buddy and I hate to shit talk him. He's a really great dude. He's really cool, and he's also named Zach. But uh, he does he plays violin um, and does like rap covers. Like his big one is lollipop, but played on his violin, and he went like mega viral, and uh, in India or something. So he has like a bunch of like Indian. Fans. I think he's up to like twenty k on like Instagram just from his TikTok. But uh, for sure. But n- I've noticed like a, he'll maybe only get like ten likes on some posts. Like now that like the fame has kind of died down like a week later, so I I feel like that shit's like very fleeting. I know a lot of people totally. think like TikTok is it. TikTok is it, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. I mean, well, I, you, I could be wrong. I could be no, wrong. no. I think. I mean, I think there's like there's something to that because you you do have these people who are the like like this is like this is what I think most TikTokers aspire to be is that you get this one hit like the dude that was on the skateboard drinking the cran apple or whatever yeah. and then fucking ocean. Now I think he's sponsored by Ocean Spray oh, and he's just flip like flip it. Yeah. It's like it's like crazy, but I think that dude is probably like apex TikToker because he did something that was just this one thing that went absolutely mm-hmm. viral. It was super easy. It cost him absolutely. It cost him two dollars to buy the fucking cran apple juice, and now right. like you know the dude is probably making money off sponsorship deals and shit like that. But 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 that aside, I think anything on the internet, TikTok. I mean, like I feel the same way about posting stuff, also like drawings and stuff. The the half life of a fucking of content on the internet is literally like twenty two hours, and then nobody cares anymore. And now For you're sure. back to okay, I got to make something else if I want to like keep sure. it up. Um, so I think I think TikTok is I don't know that there's some there's something to it. Like I it is really it's a it is a cool app. I am not one of these boomers that hates TikTok, but like. All of this stuff, in my opinion, should just yeah. be used as a springboard to to get off the internet and get like a you know big right. like job. get a real job. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, um, I uh, I totally hear you. I feel like with t- do you guys ever post these like clips of this show on TikTok? Probably no. a good on idea. Instagram, though. <laughs> TikTok yeah, on honestly would probably be a really good like I get targeted a lot. So I've been doing. I don't do tiktok like i haven't made i'm more like a voyeur of tiktok and like Mm -hmm. a purveyor and i really love it in Mm -hmm. that way and you can kind of game it again there's like ways to game it but 
I get targeted with a lot of podcast clips hmm. and they actually work very well for that app because you're just getting like a preview of like, Oh, what are they talking about? And I've mm -hmm. gone to, I've like gone to different people's uh, Patreons or their YouTube channel. A lot of it kind of links back to YouTube. So it's like TikTok. You remember, well, like Vine was stunning in this like flash in a pan, like really beautiful thing where you only had six seconds to do something. Mm -hmm. This is kind of pushing it more. I think TikTok started at that and it got pushed more towards like the long form stuff. So mm -hmm. it's like TikTok gets farmed into YouTube, hmm. which is like, thank God we're going back to the OG, which is YouTube, obviously. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mind. mean, long form shit feels like, um, like, it's like it is what people go to youtube for now like now you want totally. to go on there like have you ever seen the meme that's like two it's like this like old-timey painting of two native americans and they're like white men was here and they're like he's like how can you tell and he's like he's like looking at the ground and it's like 45 minute video essay on internet creator like downfall <laughs> or something like that. and it's like it's like it's so true though like that's Fair all enough. i fucking watch like i go Fair on enough. i go on youtube it youtube used to be that thing where it's just like you know oh let me watch this fucking have you seen this funny like seven second video of a person falling off a table but now it's now people go on there and it's like it's better than most streaming services honestly For i spend sure. more time on youtube than hbo or netflix or any other crap For like, sure. For it's sure. it's great for that but yeah. um but on the other side of it we we can also see from our little YouTube studio thing, when we're making videos, we might put up a podcast that's like two hours long, but I don't know how many people are listening to it all the way through. I think most people right. are just checking it out for a second. You know, our average I think is like fifteen minutes, which right. you well, think is pretty good. That's pretty good. But then it's like it's a three-hour pod. It's like oh, oh right. yeah, they're all kind right. of just dipping. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like fuck me, I guess. That's yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I know. Cool. But, you're uh, not interested. We, when we got Vosh on, it was like all his homies, I think, watched most of it all the way through. So we need yeah. the Brookites, the Brook yeah, babies, yeah. when they yeah, see this, they have to watch the whole thing. The whole yeah, thing. let's see. Get do, do buddy you... uh, Seth Simmons and get him to watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, get him to Give us a little review. Do you, you should ever... talk to him about Bird, uh, bird Rap 2 or whatever. What was it? Spoken Bird Poetry. What is Did that? you know about this? Oh, dude, this... Um... You're not you're not friends with this guy, right? Mm. Before I trash him a little bit. Okay, excellent. But this dude who was like coming after Norm McDonald, who's like this wannabe comedian guy, and uh, Norm just like reposted one of Seth's bits, and it's you know spoken word poetry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, the bit is spoken bird poetry, and uh, he sits in front of a screen for like ten minutes cawing. And it's the worst, dude, the worst thing. Literally, like, if current day SNL saw it, they'd be like, this is gold. Which Iconic. Tells you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which tells you <laughs> this is absolutely garbage. But, uh, yeah, you should collab with him on that. That could be cool. Make it make it like a... I'm like, that sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, that's I see nothing great. wrong with that. Um, have, you, have you guys seen... I saw, I saw this, like, on Twitter. I think somebody had reposted it. This poor guy. Uh, he just, like... It was this, it's this dude who was filming himself doing like a rap for his it's like like a white guy like who's like doing this like rap for his SNL audition tape and it's like directed at Lauren Michaels. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the guy this. who made the song and he's like, you should hire me because yeah, of the yes, and it's the like internet very, destroyed. <laughs> it, dude, it's like it's very it's very soy, it's very uncomfortable, and you're just like 
what the hell were you thinking with this shit, dude? Like, he got absolutely... Ro- but I was kind of thinking, I'm like, dude, this guy would be great on SNL. Like, he's going to fit right in with those other... That's so true. Well, someone was making an argument of, like, this is... You know, people take a lot of stuff very seriously. But they were, like, making this argument that, like, him getting destroyed by the internet was because of everyone's irony pilled. And so, like, there's no... There's, like, cringe has become... Uh, like it's too big of a thing that like people can't feel free to be themselves or be authentic mm-hmm. or be vulnerable in that way, which I disagree because I still think people do that anyway. But mm-hmm. I like that. It was like, oh, okay, it's an interesting point. It's like also it's a stupid song. So it's like yeah, people yeah. coming up with that who are like, you just can't be free anymore. It's like, no, you can. You're a loser. And people are now can see you're a huge loser. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing the wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But anytime you see that type of shit. It's always like, no, dude, you just suck. That's right. literally the bottom line. Well, the, the other reason, the other reason it feels like I've been a little like irony poisoned is like when I watched that video of the guy doing this song, which is like really so cringe and over the top mm-hmm. that right. it almost it almost felt like, is this a bit like totally. is he, Do you know what I mean? Like, is he totally. doing this on purpose? And it's really hard to tell sometimes. There's there was that other another TikTok. If you're, if you're, I'm sure you've seen him if you're like spending a lot of time on TikTok. But remember the kid who does like the, hi, I'm Charmander and like all this, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And yes, he does, yes. he, and he like turns into a wolf and all this. It's like yes. the most just like, it's killer. It's like the most like unbearable cringe you can imagine. But at this, but I'm like, this is a bit like this kid is really good at doing this, like, otaku like furry (laughs) shit you know what i mean and like brilliant which is hilarious like that i mean that is really cool but but the first time you see it it's very jarring because you're like this is a little too real right yeah that shit's funny though i feel like i've gotten very throttled i've like really i watch a lot of extreme i want to say like extreme reality tv or extreme reality in tiktoks particularly so like I don't get cringe for any. I almost get. I almost have no secondhand embarrassment by people. I, Wait, like, what I do you? Really what do you love... mean? What is an extreme reality TV? Like what does that mean? I too, I'm talking okay, housewives. So I'm talking like Steve Wilkos, like <laughs> okay. who who molested my baby, like you killed my brother, like Got really, it. really, really intense emotional. Oh, you know, it's shit. like Jerry Springer pushes that. It's like I'm really like mainlined into on TikTok, like the 45 year old horny women making karaoke <laughs> yes. videos. Like yes. that's a shit I like to see. Uh-huh. Like, don't you all wish you could be that free? Like there's something so beautiful about someone who's so unaware, but they're they are living their life and they want to be seen. Like the whole point of existing for people is to be seen and acknowledge that they exist. So it's like yes. dude, I love that stuff. Um, the, but uh, that my TikTok, I haven't been on TikTok in a long time, but over quarantine, it was the same thing. I was like, just sinking hours of my totally. life into it, but there was nothing else to do. And like, TikTok is crazy because when you first download it, the first week, I'd say first week or so you're being fed the most, just like brain dead garbage, like, you know, pandering sludge, sludge of yeah. t- that TikTok has to offer with the robot voice. Like top 10 things to do <laughs> when you're at like i can't even fucking stand it and like all of this stuff the same trending song a million times but if you're persistent and you keep feeding the algorithm you like shit that you actually like sure. you will find yourself 
watching videos of rednecks with an android filming them mm-hmm. feeding a raccoon like really mm-hmm. quickly like which is the good content but you have to work to get there and then absolutely and, but the tiktok algorithm once you're in baby you are in like you they stop feeding you the garbage and they only feed you videos that have 16 likes of like it's brilliant it's insane yeah it's, it's great and that's the best side of tiktok it, it, that is great also, um, I found like if you are getting for stuff on your for you page that isn't necessarily what you want, if you go back to the follows that you have and just start liking those, you'll get targeted uh, right back into the foil. Yeah, that's interesting. Because TikTok tips for our viewers. TikTok tips. TikTok yeah. tips. But yeah. the the algorithm on TikTok is like some of the most. It's like the ro- the most robust algorithm I've for ever sure. seen. For sure. I mean, I they're mean, taking I, all your data. Of course, but <laughs> you know what? I I don't know. I don't want to get into the fucking QAnon shit, but it's just, I'm not I don't really, care about it, but, but it's, yeah. I just mean like, I never understood why people were just like, don't you understand China is going to have your data? I'm like, what are they going to do with my, well, I don't fucking right. care. Well, they, they know they're... you like raccoons now, Harris. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. Like, I, I don't like, it seems way more frightening to me that like an American company like Facebook has all my fucking For data sure. and shit. And did you hear all these? Now, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or if it's just fact, but that all of these like period tracking apps that girls use are actually like I've courting when you're going to be menstruating. Or I heard this was weird. Uh, a little overstate. I think I think people were freaking out a little bit. That's what I heard about this, because I, I don't sure. think I don't think yeah. there's a guy literally like. Yo, her pussy's not bleeding right now. Right. Uh-huh. And the FBI send the FBI like. But that is weird, though, that why is a period tracking company selling your data? It's you know correct. I mean? I mean, right. Well, it's all to make. Oh, I think it says we have less than a minute. On yeah, Excellent. we're. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll resend you a link. We're, we're okay. We're, we're, we're <laughs> to buy premium Zoom. It's just not happening. <laughs> once we're monetized, we're going. We're dude. We're all going. Once, way yeah, up. once we're making five bucks a month, I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh, Oh, so did you? Ha- did either of you have anything to wrap up on the periods? Women bleeding. Um, I, I think we. Th- this was this was the only thing I was gonna I was gonna bring up is there was did, did you guys ever see there was like an app like years ago it was super popular who even knows if it exists anymore but you can you could notify it like track every time that you took a shit like on the road like if you were traveling and you took a shit in like a restroom or something you which could, is the like, male period pretty much. Right. right it would like for it sure. would like put a pin on a map for you and then you could look back on it and be like oh these are all the places that i've taken a shit and it's like you just have this like globe map if you do a lot of traveling it's kind of interesting i think I it was, was called like george costanza thing i think <laughs> it, I, it could like be that. i think the app was like i just dropped a bomb or something like that. i'm gonna like i'm gonna find out what it was oh interesting yeah, but if nobody research. nobody said boo when when fucking you know big facebook was taking all of our shit data they just you know what i mean they can have my double, shit data double, right. standard. double standards i see what you're it's getting. true yeah anyway yo brooke i'm curious first of all i'm I'm assuming most actual, since you're like an actual stand-up comedian, I'm assuming you never heard of this, but um, do you know who Deaf Noodles is? I do. You do? I'm a big YouTube head. Okay, wow, this is awesome. Did you see his little manic breakdown? um, I'm like, which one? Yeah, the Uh, one, he just set up a comedy club. 
And he did I like did the not worst notice. battle. Oh my god, you missed out. It was the worst thing I had. That sounds ever awesome. Seen. It's on YouTube. You gotta check it out. It's so bad. There's one there's like a clip I gotta send you guys where it's just so terrible. But um Oh my god, please. This guy showed up on it that Harris and I went to school with, who he completely bombed for the few seconds he was on stage. But you know, we checked out his podcast and he had this story about a creepy guy that reminded me of in college when I was, there was like a stand-up place that you could drive like an hour away from school. It was called like the idiot box. And there was like two people there. It was one of those stand-up clubs. I'm sure you've been to one of these where it's like everyone in the audience is a stand-up comedian waiting to go on. For sure. Yeah. There's like sure. no civilians in the audience. No. Just completely <laughs> ass terrible. Mm -hmm, everyone, mm -hmm. no one is like wanting to laugh because they're too busy. Like I need to write this joke. All right. I got to be the funniest guy here. And um, there was a guy there, I guess, who wasn't a comedian, some really old guy. And he went to the same place I worked at, but he would message me on Facebook and be like, Hey, like, I think you're really talented. Like, I uh... okay, brag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But no, he's like, I think, I think we could work together. I think I can help you out. I think I can like help you tweak some stuff. And, oh boy. Uh, but he was giving me advice, unsolicited advice, but giving me the creepiest vibes. And I also got so angry because one time he came in and then tipped me with a hundred, and then he, I, I was like, what? I was like, wow, dude, thank what? you. And he's like, look at it. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, no, look at the hundred. And it was like a fake hundred that was like, ha ha. <laughs> oh, I was just God. like, dude, literally, I was, I was livid. I was like, that's so fun. Oh, yeah, that's uh, cool. Oh. That's hilarious, dude. But uh, <laughs> my boss came over one day after he had been talking to me because he always came into our restaurant. He's a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can make, I can make you famous. I can make you famous. You're so funny. And then my boss is like, oh, dude, that guy, dude, he's a hoot, bro. He paid me like 500 bucks to jack off in front of him. He loves doing that. He loves <laughs> guys jacking off in front of him. And I was just like, I knew it. I fucking knew there was something going on vibe. with this guy. It's a bad thing. I bring this up not to brag that someone wanted to watch me jack off. Okay. Right, right. I'm not bragging. <laughs> but I'm assuming, as a, especially as a chick, uh, a, a gorgeous female comedian. <laughs> Has how many run-ins have you had with freaks like that who are always trying to like do this, do that, show me your boobs? Like um, I'm assuming that has to happen. You know, I have to say, it in the scene that I'm in, the people are are really respectful. Like I don't really get much of that. If you go to Manhattan, I think you kind of open yourself up to more because like there is a fact. There's factions of stand-up, right? It's like mm -hmm. it's the Manhattan scene and the Brooklyn scene and the, the stereotypes are that the Brooklyn scene is the alt comedy and the Manhattan is like the old school like old head talk and it is toxic like it is really? it is bad it is like the energy is dark and it's really it's like we're all fucked up and we're all sad but like that type of kind of angry disgruntled energy is more Manhattan and I don't really deal with that because mm. I don't really do like, comedy like that in Manhattan. do I go to Manhattan or Brooklyn if I want to hear the n-word Manhattan. 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 It's gotta be Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure. For sure. Okay. And you know, <laughs> there is something to be said about the non-PC like freedom to push the envelope, but because the scene it's because people are unaware of how they come off and like the energy that that brings. Because like I love when people push the envelope. Obviously, there's 
obviously there's limits to it. Obviously there's a way to do it. That's like, you know, uh, you get that's more actually funny. Yeah. That's actually funny. And it's like, yeah. you have to be smart to yeah. say things that are offensive. You can't just say, you can just say it, yeah. but you're going to look stupid and you're yeah. going to be, you're going to be mean. And that might not be what you want to come off as, but um, no, I rarely have had too many, like if you're talking like gendered, like specific feeling like kind of nervous about like myself in that way, I have, I've been lucky in that. I will say in improv, because back in the day in New York, improv was like the big thing you, you started out. Well, so you, cringe. most people like, so cringe. that's where I've met the most fucked up people. And I yeah. fucking hated it. And it like doing that for a, for a little bit, I was like, this is shit's evil. Like I'm not dealing with these people anymore. And like really manipulative, nasty people were in that. This is so um, reassuring. Cause I always feel like an actual funny person doesn't fit in, in, in an improv place. Cause there's no one. Funny. No. I mean, maybe back in the day when it was like Amy Poehler types, I, sure. I know they kind of cut their teeth on the mm -hmm. improv but every single i've had multiple friends the least funny person in the world hit me up like dude i'm gonna be pretty big i got into an improv class like i'm doing improv right. now and it's like they're like can i pay you 500 dollars to jerk off yeah a call back a little call yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah. no are you we, what was like fucked up the vibe they were just like completely fucked people in, okay, I have a, I could really talk about this shit. This shit's oh, really insane. give us something crispy. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Give us something. Give us a cold cuts original. So this shit's this shit is so fucked up. So the general, my general understanding of improv and what I because I did the UCB stuff right for a bit. Mm -hmm. I took two classes there, and it was like. uh the people, the teachers didn't know what they were talking. Like, they just were, it was like, I don't like, okay. Something about me, I don't like being told what to do. That's just actually my bottom line is like, I was, I don't like school. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like being told what to do and like how to do something right when it's like, this is a creative thing. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to fit into this box. I think with improv, especially with like that old school UCB mindset, and there were other like schools of thought. But like they were way more rigid of like you have to do X, Y, and Z. So yeah, I didn't really gel with that. And the people there again were kind of weird. I remember like I had just moved back to New York. I was like what twenty one or twenty two, and I'd be like going into the city like by myself, like going waiting in line to watch this like to like watch a Herald Night, which is like the big like type of comedy like improv show. And you just talk to people online and they would just be like these freaky ass people just like really trying to like hit, like really just be like, hey, what's, and it's like, you're just trying to be yourself. But when you're young, it's like hard to like kind of, you know, separate mm -hmm. that. After I did UCB for a couple of years, I really didn't do it that long. There was another theater that was created by this guy who used to do stuff at another theater. So he was like this improv guy and he turned out to be this huge fucking creep. He was sleeping with the students. He was abusing the people who worked for him. He was like, it was so fucking Jeez. evil. It was evil. <laughs> and he also was like a megalomaniac. So it's like, not only was he fucking all these students and like being really inappropriate and like playing grab ass in front of everyone, he was so insular. So no one was able to like do anything about it. Um, cult-like. 
straight like a coal yeah straight up and he had he had later on it was fun like i was there for a little bit and then i again was like i don't like this <laughs> i'm like mm-hmm. i don't like this feeling i don't like being here so i'm not doing this anymore and plus a lot of people came out and they were like i've had really bad experiences blah blah, blah. so like i made a i made a big deal about that and i left from that but turned out later on he had like nest cameras installed oh no oh, in the toilets oh come on man well they were everywhere it was basically like the second or third floor of this warehouse building so it was like there was like a studio in one section and then there was like a lobby it was almost like railroad style so like mm-hmm. you walk in and then there's like this big the big theater the lobby and then the smaller theater and also in the smaller theater it's a big room he put this fucking like 20 by 20 painting of this is really sick of a nurse with a pillow and a guy with his dick on the pillow and like back in the huh they like they like this is in the room this is in the room so like i guess back in the day if you had syphilis or something like that they would a nurse would have to take two pillows and whack the pustules oh right because you get the goo Yes. Correct. Yes. So he had disgusting. that. He had that just hanging up. I was like, "That's your so thing." That is insane. So yeah, sick. no, that's bizarre. What sick. the fuck? Jesus Christ, sick. dude. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah, and then he also there was a guy who. Oh, they also had these like I wasn't a part of the stuff because I was like again, I'm like you don't you guys I don't want to get that close to you people. Um, I understood like that. <laughs> they, uh, they had like family meetings or they had like uh like group like town halls which is also insane because like this is a school <laughs> why yeah. are you doing this like class meeting it's also improv yeah what the f- right improv. yeah which oh there's something i want to say about that uh but they there was this guy who was in the community who i remember from ucb who was someone i had met previous but he basically was, he had a girlfriend who was, they were all in this, like, there was a lot of that kind of shit. Like, everyone was hooking up, which, like, also ugh, freaks me out. I'm like, that's too much shit mm-hmm. already. It's like, you got way too pressurized. So he, I guess he had a girlfriend who was in this improv thing with everyone. And basically they broke up and then she was like, oh, he's making it really hard because he's being, like, really intense about their breakup. And the reason being that he wasn't supposed to be in the city because he was a convicted pedophile and was supposed to be on like house arrest in like connecticut and so he would like go to her place and say she and she had no idea she had no idea and then when they broke up because he would like leave in the middle of the night and be like oh my god i have to go home because his fucking probation officer was going to come visit my God! Doing a little real life improv. improv <laughs> yeah, life a little bit. Love a little bit on that. And so they had this big town meet. This for my. This is all like second hand, but they had this big meeting where they aired this in front of everyone. They aired this whole thing, and he basically, the guy who was running it, was basically like, "I, you know, I know this guy's a really good guy. Like, it's okay. Like." I know he's got to step away, but like he's a really good guy, and like everyone is wrong about him. Oh, including including the police? I don't understand. <laughs> it's just like 
it, it's almost well, dude, like the, a... the kid came on to him. Let's. <laughs> right. I, I was gonna say it's like it's almost like a beautiful it's like a beautiful testament to like the human will that this guy's like you know what yeah I'm a convicted child molester and I'm not mm -hmm. supposed to leave my house but I just want to be somebody baby like I'm just gonna be <laughs> it's like you what the fuck me. is yeah, going on. City. You cannot, yeah. the, the ankle bracelet is not enough to keep him, uh, what, what do you call that thing? You know what I'm talking about? Restrained. Restrained. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, improv is one of those things where, like, there's so many things in life where, like, say My Little Pony, okay, the that animated baby show. Of course. You uh -huh. know, the, the audience for that is Wait, it's for like, babies? No, no, sorry. Young adults. Young okay, adults. okay, okay, but, thanks. Uh, you know, the audience for that is like decrepit, disgusting, usually pedophilic. Mm -hmm. But I don't hate <laughs> I don't hate the people who make my little pony. It's not their no. fault that like grown men are watching it. You know what I mean? There's a lot mm -hmm. of stuff like that where it's the audience that's fucking retarded or whatever. We are past the 10 minute mark, so feel free to call anyone fag or retard, my Thank friend. Thank God. Yeah, I know, I know, bro. Like we made it. Thank God. I was we like, made it. Uh, <laughs> improv is one of those things where the audience, the person who watches improv is a sick pedophile fuck. And then the person who does improv is equally Even... as disgusting and twisted. It's bad, yeah. More. It's the one thing where it's like everyone it's like, loses. It's it's basically like, you know the analogy where it's like, oh, if a guy builds a bridge and then somebody kills somebody else on that bridge, like you wouldn't get mad at the dude with the bridge. But improv is like the dude built the bridge and like left knives there and put a sign that was like Absolutely. you should kill people here. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Well, there's something else about it too. With speaking on that, which is why a big. I mean, obviously, outside of all the fucked up people in that particular school, I school. Mm -hmm. uh, what I realized about it about improv in itself is that when you get really good at it you can really manipulate people into doing and acting out whatever you want. And that really is the scary You're sick talking about, part in, about it in real mm -hmm. life or on the stage, on the stage. And really, you know, you can take those and put, you know, I, you I'm know. trying to figure out a way to yes. And my way into some bussy, but I don't, I don't know if that, <laughs> people, that, that would work. It's like, if you're someone and the person who made this whole thing is fucked up enough. That's like, and I can, I can think through in that thought pattern of like, well, if I know you enough, I'm on a team with you and I like you or I don't like you, I'm going to my initially when you're working with someone, you're subconsciously because all improvised, you're subconsciously making choices that you naturally would do anyway because of all these like feelings that you have about whoever you're working with. Mm -hmm. And if you're that fucking fucked up, Mm -hmm. And you've practiced analyzing yourself enough to know what your responses are and how that can kind of elicit a certain response that you want from somebody else in a scene, you can get away with a lot. And a lot of it, you know, there, there are so many stories about people who have classes with people where they're getting like groped. In, in That's scenes. whack. Like it's the guy's crazy. trying to be like funny or something. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's really, really. It's Siri, crazy. look up nearest improv studio <laughs> I can sign up for. It's crazy. That's wacky. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I I know people like that who suck and are weirdos who would one hundred percent use that as an opportunity to do something. But that's just so weird to me. Like, especially because like improv's supposed to be like fun and goofy. I think Harris just died. I, mean, I was looking. 
like you were staying still for a few yeah. seconds. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, like, huh? He'll probably hop back in. He'll hop in. He was so offended. He's actually a really big uh, improv fan. <laughs> He's a big fan of groping. Was pretty yes, upset exactly. Who, hey, who isn't? Baby? Who isn't? Who isn't? Yo, well, he's gone. What? Uh, what's next on your agenda? What? Are, what are you? Uh, you working on anything crispy? I'm working on. I did a solo show in February. For real. In, mm-hmm. What is a solo show? You write and direct it. Yeah. Okay. I how's put together. That? Oh my god! It was. It was awesome. Uh, I put together maybe like 50 minutes altogether of like, I took stories of my own life and then put stand up in it and put little bits that I wanted to in it. And that was really fun. And mm-hmm. um, it was really, it turned out to be a very like successful show out and whatnot of people. And, That's uh, sick. Oh, hello. Hi. Mr. Harris. Dude, I thought, <laughs> you were, I thought you were offended or you were going to go <laughs> sign up for the nearest improv <laughs> studio. Oh, I oh, can't, can't hear, hear you. you. Well, he's figuring that out. So tell, tell me more about this uh, one-woman show. So, right. So I did a show in Was February there a plot this... or it was just like comedy? Uh, the, 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 there was a basic outline of like going from, I wanted to talk about uh, the concept of cringe and being like growing up. And I had like a bunch of videos of me when I was younger and kind of talking about my journey with that. Just kind of taking concepts from the stamp that i have and just elaborating on on a personal level and that was really fun um i did some stuff like i did like a guided meditation going through some dreams that i've had which is that was my favorite part of the show um so i'm talking um that was in february this place is called life world in brooklyn which is really cool like diy space and i'm doing another one probably in november i have to like lock down a venue but i'm doing another solo show this time i want to build off what i already did the first one that's awesome can can you guys hear me yeah we can hear you now okay the the australian chick we're friends with who does comedy over there she she does like a one-woman show every month um that's awesome but you should totally just go in and steal hers and bring okay, them cool. to America. Yeah, I want to meet her. You don't. You don't want to meet her. <laughs> uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get her on cold cuts, but I don't know if Harris is going to allow it. No, what? I wouldn't care. That's okay. I, just, All right. All right. I haven't spoken to her in a long time, but yeah, that'd be fun. I'm just um, trying to get in there and call her names, you know, throw the C word. Who is this person? No, nah, just, just like a, that we want to say. I'm just um, spiteful and a jerk. So do you, oh, okay, okay. Do you um like does it happen to you sometimes where you you know you go in to like do a a routine like a a show and somebody's performing after you mm-hmm. or before you or something and they just like kill and you're like what the fuck man like this person <laughs> just totally like killed my vibe. <laughs> does that happen? Do you say, do you do you link up with those people after and say like oh my god you were so good or are you just do you just fucking absolutely cold shoulder them and you're just like bro you totally just fucking ruined my set huge okay this is a great question I tend to be I tend okay so it's like if somebody kills before you it's not their fault that they killed it's like okay uh-huh. cool now I got well now it's like okay they warmed us they warmed the audience up mm-hmm. and you have to kind of acknowledge that that already happened you can kind of play with it twist it instead mm-hmm. of it being like well fuck that because some people get like that it depends on my mood but usually i'm pretty like easy going like that as for mm-hmm. talking to people after i usually like to do that but if i'm not feeling social i will just sometimes message them on instagram after i'm a very like 
I like to be sweet. But that's yes. nice. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely good business practice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, we were, uh, you know, we just started the podcast not too long ago. And I know that the big one that just broke up, but that it seems like just everybody is talking about, I had never watched it was come town did you ever listen to that yes one? which yeah. like i had never listened to it i know that they have a why huge did you say audience. yes like that brooke oh because it's sad that they broke up uh, yeah, oh no. okay okay well not really i mean uh they're still doing it it's gonna be the adam friedland show i think oh uh, right i think stop was a little bit of dead weight Stop is one of the best stand-ups I've ever seen in my life oh I, there you go there you know. go i don't know how i feel about that well, have you seen have you seen him live no, I haven't. So I, yeah. I guess I can't. Speak <laughs> on it, but I did He's just really see amazing. Nick Mullen two oh. days ago. <laughs> yeah. He was very pretty. He came out, shook everyone's hand, gave me a little hug. I That's autistically nice. gave him some trading cards. So uh, he was like, "Thanks." Thank uh, you. He asked <laughs> if, it was, if it was blow, and I said no. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love see, that, this yeah. like little twenty-year-old chick walked up and like put a huge bag of blow in his pocket, like, like right before you. me. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, I want to. I got to get back into stand-up comedy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be giving you blow, like uh, we uh, teenagers are going to give you blow. a chance, though. Do, do I? Well, would I get the same feel of his live performance <laughs> as his? Uh, he just dropped like a YouTube special. I haven't seen the YouTube special, um, but I'm sure. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's the same kind of energy. Though live, it's like it's really good. He's yeah, really. Yeah. I when I was I was just watching a couple clips because I had never seen it, but I keep hearing about it. And at least like Stav seems to fill a role that I kind of feel like we're missing on this podcast. Is just the dude who is going to like laugh so loud at everything that's said. <laughs> we do it just need like that guy. it just brings like the energy like, totally. way up. Need that guy, bro. But I I. At the recommendation of Zach, because I I had no idea where to begin, like where you begin with a podcast that's been like running for years. And Zach was like, oh, dude, like one of the funniest bits is when uh, Nick, they're talking about like Nigerian African Shark guy. Tank. African yeah. yeah. And so I ended up watching that and um, it, YouTube auto played into just a, a comp like a two hour long compilation of all like African guy content from like Cometown. <laughs> And like that accent is really funny. So I've only seen that content from Cometown, but this one is like when they're on Shark Tank and he's like, I would like six dollars to buy Dina. I like that. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. Like you gotta it's a funny the, bit. Uh, you gotta be the ethnic guy. You gotta start doing ethnic racial voice. I can't do accents. Like don't know how to do any of that shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe we need to like bring the goofy factor up a little bit on here sometimes we just we'll tweak it we'll, <laughs> we'll tweak it a little it. bit brooke yeah. you got any good ethnic book? can you do a chinese lady give us your best chinese lady no yes. i've been practicing it ain't good it's no not good yeah that yeah, one's right. tough yeah, I right. that. <laughs> yeah it's we, a little uh, dicey a little there bit. was something that's so funny a friend of mine a friend of mine came up to me and was like and he really pushes the envelope but i love i love him and i love his stand-up and he was like brooke oh my god i love that bit where you do like a Chinese accent and I was like I do not have any material <laughs> doing that I don't know where you're getting that I'm like stop telling people that because it's not true Yo, this chick does the best yeah, Chinese I'm like, voice <laughs> like what are you talking the about China <laughs> I, Nothing. I have no idea where he's making that up Did he think I think he's like... projecting completely avant-garde <laughs> comedian who just breaks into different like ethnic voices throughout <laughs> yeah. your set just, that'd like, be great that would be uh, balling. 
Well, we always have this like this. It feels like we're always having this discussion on here. But you're you're a comedian, so it would be an interesting take. But like, apropos, do you you think that um, like, is there still a place? We kind of covered it a little bit earlier, but like, is there still a place for like edgy comedy, or do you think that the fucking casket is closed on that shit, and it's all been too irony poisoned, and there's just no fucking reason anymore? I think that edgy comedy still exists but what the content is is different now it's like what can you say you can make things edgy about hot button topics that maybe aren't the same hot button topics that were would have been maybe five or ten years ago Mm -hmm. because it's like i'll make jokes about guns and sometimes people get really tight about that Mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't it depends i mean honestly at the end of the day so much of it depends on your delivery and your your personality that you show mm-hmm. and that you don't show that you don't realize that like you are come off that way like if you come off as warm you kind of say a lot you can push it the edginess a lot um well i think like you said earlier too is if it's funny too i feel like is the main factor mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean yeah being funny is like you can get away with a lot more if the shit is actually funny absolutely that's the hard part right i mean you could say offensive things like you could just be spouting racist offensive terrible things you know what i mean like constantly Mm -hmm. and none of it will be funny but like if you i think there are ways to do it not not necessarily racist shit, but just like you can like you can say things that are offensive or maybe upsetting in a different context but if you do it skillfully and if it is funny People will give you a pass. The Absolutely. reason the reason people get like canceled and shit is because the, it's not funny. Like you say something right. that's not funny and then you open the door for criticism. Well, not only are you not funny, but actually what you said is also really fucked up. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that's what I think the issue. And so much of that comes with the the person who's saying it, like mm-hmm. the how how they say it. For sure. Like, you know, that's like huge because it's like, hey, you know, I'm I I didn't mean it like this or that. Blah, yeah. Blah. Have you seen, because, you know, you're bumping shoulders with other comedians, have you seen anybody, like, get canceled in real time, like somebody that you knew or was in your circle? Hmm. I've known people around who've gotten soft canceled. Mm -hmm. A lot of that's for their personal behavior instead of their sex like, that that's appropriate that makes around. sense yeah so okay, you, you weren't right. there for the kramer set idiot box or whatever <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> no. not that yeah. was so insane. Uh-huh. that's <laughs> like an iconic moment you know what I mean? like should have it's so unfortunate the like alt-right comedy scene wasn't popping at the time <laughs> he could have transitioned into <laughs> that beautifully uh-huh. dog. oh my god like he would have truly... been a town guest yeah oh my god well, it, it, it feels like we talk about this from time ago like time and again too is that it feels like the alt-right thing that was like like inescapable as recently as like two or three years ago feels like it's like totally imploding but at going out with like a whimper like just like you know I oh, everyone is dying dude it's it, it just so doesn't good. it feels like a lot of those guys are really depressed and lonely now and just like mm-hmm. it's a weird it's weird how much of a fad it felt like it really was like trendy to be like I don't know like it didn't even feel political it just felt like this weird like really angry subset of the internet it was but... there was a time in college where it was 
back in my 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 more Trump days, where it was more lighthearted and fun, you know what right. I mean. But it quickly morphed into became too real. Yes, <laughs> definitely got too yes. real. Yeah, it was oh, like, yeah, oh, okay, sure. got it. So you're like that, actually. It's yeah. really sad. And it became sure. it, it worse that it, even worse than it becoming too real was that it became like boomer. Like it became mm-hmm. all of a sudden once the old people caught wind and they're like, oh, the kids are saying this online. Like I want to do this too, and then it became not. Dude, not, I'm yeah. so happy though. And Brooke, I encourage you so much because I know this humor is right up your alley. You like seeing people being real and it being cringe. Don't make an account. <laughs> Because then you're going to get canceled, but go on gab.com and just scroll through, dog. I saved one on my phone the other day that's just like Melania Trump, and it's like, the left has Lady Gaga. We have Lady Maga. It's, like, <laughs> it's just so, dude, it's all like that. that. It's so, you're going to go nuts. The shit on Gab is so fucking funny. Thank you I think so I have much. A couple more Some of it is really, like, it, it is, it is jarring. I wouldn't even say frightening because you're just like these people aren't real people, but it's like, like I know they are, but it's but like the shit that is said on there sometimes that Zach will screenshot and send to me, I'm just like, good God, man, like what are you? I mean, this one has like a meme template set up, so you're waiting for the punchline, and it's it's just like Joe Biden, and it says, I don't want to see him in jail. I want to see him killed or something. <laughs> and it's like, it's like not even a joke, dude. It's Evil. so funny. That, that's here's, like here's what... another one of the classic ones where it's like what that old man in town with the Vietnamese veteran hat on was once more badass than you'll ever be. And it's like, dude, what, are, what am I Wait, supposed to is... gleam from that? Like, like who, who is, is this for? These? I know. It's like the Vietnam veterans that are scrolling through gab.com and they're just like, I still got it, baby. Like, you know what I mean? I don't. And I'm also like, why don't you hate the government more? I know. (laughs) I don't don't understand that. Like, literally destroyed you. It really feels like the right and left, the far right and left, are like just too stupid to realize they agree on a lot of the stuff. Like, dude, the, the, like, fuck the cops. All the cops need to die. And the right's like, yo, fuck you. How dare you say that? And then this FBI shit with Trump happens. And the right's like, yo, fuck the FBI. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, Dude, you guys are so... It's so uh, upsetting. I hate it. I hate um, it. I know. People just want to have the... You want to have the other, right? You just want to have mm-hmm. those people It's just like, oh, like, fuck those people. They're soft or they're brain rot or they're we whatever. Need to, it is, we you need know to what come I mean? together like, and designate that as Filipinos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, need to, we need to just come together and... I would, I would just like it more if... I, I actually like the you know team edward team jacob thing that we got going on in society <laughs> but like i wish it was just about something that was like cool like politics aren't cool to me but if there was For something sure. that was like i don't know like if it was about dinosaurs or fucking something you know wow this is like complete i'm so sorry this is a total tangent but you know what i was thinking the other day like the versatility of the word cool where like you could say that like james dean is cool because he's like cool but you can also say like dinosaurs are cool, but it's like, right. what is it about dinosaurs and James Dean? Like you can, there's this like inex you can't like say what's similar about them. It's just that they're both fucking. They're both right. cool. They're both cool. <laughs> Dude, dinosaurs are will always be cool because there's still that little kid inside of you who's just like, 
T-Rex. Like, <laughs> just like, we'll never not find that shit cool. Like, yes, I, we managed to talk about animals and dinosaurs. I think every single episode. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I was. It sounded like I was like denouncing fossils. The one episode <laughs> that was fun though. Yeah, that was a good I time. Suppose. I we, suppose. Wait, you should wait. You should send Brooke the picture of the shark that you showed me. That Dude, the big... helicoprian. Shows? I fucking hate that. <laughs> you got... All right. I think everybody will get a kick out of this. I sent it to a bunch of people after you showed it to me, and they were like, "No fucking way." All right, let me see if uh, it might pull up on my phone. Let me see. Let me see. So this they yeah, give claim, the context. The side, the left wing scientists, Brooke, claim this is a real animal based on fossils. Okay, can you see this? Is that coming through? Is that a rolled up lip? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does that make any sense to you? They they fa- they haven't even found a complete fossil. They just found the rolled up lip, and they're like, in a. What if it's a tail? Yeah. That's literally what I think. That it's a tail, but their thought is like. They also think it's like it can uncurl. Look at that. And I'm like, dude, what? Is, how is this? <laughs> like, I get it. There's weird shit down there. The sawfish has like that long sword nose and cuts mm-hmm. shit up. But like, you just, I, I refuse. There has to be a mistake. I, there has to be a mistake, dude. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I feel like Brooke is sitting here right now, and she's like, "Why the fuck did I agree to call this podcast? <laughs> yeah, dude, what your is this?" Completely tainted. You're tied to <laughs> thank like, God, Dino Bros. Oh yeah, um, you've officially endorsed everything Vosh has ever said by coming on this podcast. God. So congratulations. Yeah. Oh, we, we, I was talking. I just saw because we had Vosh on the podcast, like, like, you know, a week ago, and then like. Two days later, I saw a picture of him, like a thumbnail of his, for his YouTube video that was trending. And the person was just like, I, like, I cannot believe this person has followers. Like, anybody who follows this guy is a complete fucking joke. And it, the thumbnail was Vosh, like, kind of, like, soy-facing or something. And it, just, <laughs> and it just was, like, a thumbnail. And it just said, like, why eugenics are okay sometimes. And I was like, what is, like, what is he doing? But that meme was just so funny to me it's just like oh my god Bosh, what are you doing buddy what beautiful. Is shit? beautiful silly uh, man silly man silly. Right, we we got like three minutes and 30 seconds left uh real quick before we get into last minute brooke where where can people find you if we're trying to find you i think instagram is the best bet and my instagram handle is dumbass it's and like it's 10 s's right it's one d one u <laughs> four m's five b's Three A's, five S's. How do you remember that? Easy for people to find you. I know, and people still find, and people still find me, and people still find me. I will, I will say, if you (laughs) if you type in D U and then just like M M M, your your shit pops up right away. You don't have to type in all the letters. You got a Twitter too, right? I do, yeah, I do. I've seen you post a little more scandalous photos over there. Some feet, some. Uh, yeah, I used to. I used to. I'm uh. Yeah. I'm all uh I'm all uh locked up now, so I have to behave. Yeah, I <laughs> you throw I, a little I, foot out there. You, can we get a little foot on the pod? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I, my head. Hey, nice. I actually do see uh some of like the buddies that I had in Brooklyn are already following you on here, which oh is my like, god, uh, I'm one of their Yeah, anytime I'm looking up a comedian, you're friends with them, Brooke. Ah, uh, like, that anytime. makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Um. Oh my God! Yay! Yeah, there you now, go. Now, Harris, are Audience these friends growing. of yours? Are they funny? 
Uh, well, actually, one of them is um, uh, my friend Sue. Sue, she, she goes by Sue into it, mm -hmm. and that is um, she is a DJ. I think primarily. Do you know yeah. who that is? Mm -hmm. I do. You do? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's really cool, and I and um, she makes like very crazy trippy. I don't even. I'm not even gonna be able to describe it right, but like very cool like dance music mm -hmm. and house music and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that's dope. Very fucking cool. Such a small world. It's small world. No, it's how sick. small the world is. Um, but... Yo, other than the um, this one woman show, a, a lot of my female friends do one woman shows. I dated this one armed girl who did a a one woman show. I feel like that's like the white woman's quinceanera. It's like I think so. Out. Yeah, but For other, sure. other than that, do you have any gigs lined up or uh, sets? Are you working on anything crispy? Yeah, I have a show. I have two shows this week. I have one show tomorrow that me and my friend are hosting at this bar in Brooklyn called Moot Bar. And then I'm doing a show that's like a storytelling show where I have to uh, it give off a horrible story of something that I did wrong. And then everyone gets to judge me for it. Oh, nice. nice. That's nice. awesome. That's <laughs> you want to give us a little taste? uh something about me it. i'll save it but there's something right. about me stealing something so that'll be nice. okay that's a classic and well I, I, I we have less than a minute yeah that's a classic yeah harris why don't you end us with some funny improv show us your improv skills okay let me think <clears throat> um give me an accent black it's <laughs> not black chinese oh that's interesting like a i think i need to warm up 